Hey guys, Trent here. Before we get into this episode with Adam Sherrard, paid media manager over at Genesis, wanted to take a chance to remind you to join our Facebook group. Just search Account Based Collective and we will pop up. And we also want to invite you to join our insights list. It is a weekly uh, digest where we are collecting all of the best account based sales in marketing uh, content all across the interwebs, and it's delivered straight to your inbox every week. So sit back, relax, and hope you enjoy this episode with Adam. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of the Account Based Collective. I am here with Adam Sherrard with Genesis. Adam, how are you tonight? I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thanks for uh, joining us here and, and talking about all things account-based. Before we get into the meat and potatoes, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, my official title is Global Paid Media Manager at Genesis. So I oversee the paid media strategy as a whole across every region. So anything paid search, paid social, programmatic display, view sites, all that good stuff. Uh, I help oversee the general strategy and execution. Excellent. And what does Genesis do? Genesis is a, it's a SaaS company. So uh, we specialize in call center software and in a nutshell, that's what it is. It's obviously a lot more complex than that, but that's, that's the best way to describe it. Excellent. Excellent. So when did your account-based journey begin? Was it at Genesis or was it previous to that? It actually was. So yeah, so I started about almost two years ago to the day I started at Genesis and actually beforehand, I uh, had a lot of experience in paid media, but it was mostly B2C, a lot of e-commerce, even a little bit click the brick. Uh, so coming over to Genesis one, I had to learn the B2B or yeah, the B2B landscape as well as this new thing that I've never heard of called account-based marketing. Yeah. Uh, so these last two years have been wonderful. I've learned so much, learned a lot what works, what doesn't work, and uh, definitely have a lot more to learn as, as the landscape kind of continues to evolve. Definitely. Well, let's talk about what you've learned thus far. Um, you know, there's 18,000 different SaaS tools out there to help us execute on account-based. <laughs> that sounds like from our conversation offline, you've tried just about every one of them. Um, <laughs> what, what well, 17,000 of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. Only a thousand. Um, what would you say are some of the common denominators for, for folks? Uh, so they, when they're doing their due diligence on tools and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. um, what's some important considerations there? Yeah, good question. So for us, well, I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying we're an enterprise level company, so we have a lot of resources. So obviously, you know, use your discretion, what's best for you, what makes, makes sense. But at the, at the, the backbone of our whole system is we use these series decisions to manage a waterfall. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but um, so before I actually even came on board, uh, our marketing ops team uh, did a great job of building that out internally within Salesforce, that's who we use for our CRM. Uh, so in a nutshell, I mean, it, it just kind of goes down the funnel. So we have, starts all the way at the top of our target addressable market. So just a general list of all the different accounts that we feel might be a good fit for our product. And at the very bottom is pipeline progression. So those actual accounts that sales is trying to close and then everything in between. So that's kind of the backbone, the backbone that both marketing and sales kind of comes around. So we know that if an account is, you know, middle funnel, we know maybe that, you know, sales, sales is trying to get them into hot lead or maybe they already have, maybe they already met with them and they're trying to get them an opportunity. So we know what they're doing. And then on our end, we understand what their goals are and then we can come in and hit these accounts at that right, right time with the right message. So that's kind of the backbone of everything that we do. 
as far as paid media execution goes, um, LinkedIn usually is time and time again the best tool that we've been able to use. Interesting. Um, yeah, so mainly because you can upload a list of accounts. Mm-hmm. Now, how we get that list of accounts into the platform, that's another story. We can do it manually or we, we do it with other platform, um, other vendors as well. But as far as the execution side of things goes, LinkedIn is definitely one of the main vendors. Um, and of course, you know, like going in and trying to find the right personas, that, that takes a long, you know, you don't want to target everyone in the company, yeah. especially if only two people in the whole company is actually interested in what you have to offer. Sure. Uh, so that, that's what we do for paid social. We used to do Facebook, but we're, we're starting to sunset, sunset that a little bit just because it doesn't do well on an account-based approach. Um, as far as display vendors goes, we've used both Terminus and Rollworks, mm. both of which, again, kind of the backbone is you're, you're able to upload account lists. Uh, with the case of Rollworks, you're actually able to upload specific individuals, so a contact list. Uh, so there's different things we can do there. And um, as far as the strategy goes, kind of depends with LinkedIn. Right. You know, it's kind of more so with um, our strategy overall is account expansion or just getting leads in. Uh, LinkedIn does a very good job of that. As opposed with display, where you tend to hit people who maybe are looking at the weather, you know, looking yeah. at just about anything. They're not really paying attention or not really engaged. Uh, typically, it's kind of more of a brain awareness approach. Depends. There, there's kind of a, yeah. a little bit of a, a gray area there. Um, but as far as paid media is concerned, those are the two big ones. Paid search is a big one for us as well, Google and Bing. It, it's a little bit different, though, because we can't actually hit people. Um, we can't upload account lists to Google or Bing. Right. But it does do a great job of feeding into our demand unit waterfall machine. Uh, so it does play a huge role into that, but it doesn't sit at the heart of it. It just does a really good job of feeding into that. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's in a nutshell what, what it looks like for on the paid media side of things. Um, we've also just launched Engageo. Uh, we're still piloting that, trying to get that stood up. So for that, that we're kind of using that as a single source of truth of where everyone looks to kind of see what accounts are doing. And also it, it enables us to make sure that we're looking at the same account list overall, and it can push to our different platforms as well. So there's two different sides of that. There's the list management side of things and the reporting as well, which is really important for us as well. Um, and then I mentioned Salesforce is kind of hard of everything. Uh, we have a bunch of other platforms as well. We use Bombora for intent-based um, strategy as well, and that's all baked in. And several other things that I'm not actually quite familiar with just because sure. my brain is not possible. It's, it's not possible to, to process all of that. So. Well, I think you've only named like 24 or 25 <laughs> yeah. points. Yeah, so yeah. Don't sweat the point six. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, but I think that, that's a testament to how complex enterprise sales and enterprise uh, demand and enterprise marketing can be, right? And mm, right. Uh, I think there's a couple things that, I, that you brought up that I want to unpack a little bit. Um, first and foremost, because I know it's, it's a hot button um, tactic that a lot of people are interested in. And I know the answer is probably going to be, it depends, of course. Um, but people that have been spending a lot of money on Facebook or a lot of money on Instagram, we're seeing a lot of that go towards LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they're associating certain levels of spend with certain levels of, of ROI uh, on those platforms. And everyone knows that LinkedIn's a little bit more expensive right? It's going right. to a little bit more. Um, can you give a range maybe specifically for, for your industry, if you can, um, you know, how much, uh, 
you know, ad spend results in a client or what's your typical uh, cost per acquisition, if you will? Sure. So if you're doing it right within Facebook, typically we saw maybe a cost per lead of about 20 bucks. Uh, LinkedIn at one point, we got it as low as about 75, but it's actually running a little bit higher since then. Um, but actually, like, as I mentioned before, even with those numbers, we're actually sunsetting Facebook. Yeah. Um, as far as the lead quality goes, it's even if you just look at the leads that are coming in, it's clear that LinkedIn is king. Sure. Um, Facebook can have a place in your you may need a waterfall for as far as paid media execution. Again, really just use up to your discretion. So for example, so we've moved all to, so instead of just doing general ideal customer profile lead generation, we at the very top of the funnel use our target addressable market. So it's a list of thousands of accounts that again, mostly handpicked by sales who, you know, they went in and say, yes, this, this company could be a good candidate for us. So by moving to that model, we by default, have to sunset Facebook mm -hmm. uh, because they can't support that. But with that being said though, within some of our other regions, so that's for North America. So for some of our other regions, and this will be the case for many other companies who just don't have a target addressable market, um, they still don't want to give up the flow of leads coming in through Facebook. So Facebook for, for other, you know, for other regions still is very much a, a, a decent portion of our budget. Uh, we have a decent portion of that allocated there just because they want the leads still coming in and right. hopefully sales can do something with that. But we in, in North America just have that luxury of having a little bit more defined TAM. Um, so we, we move completely to LinkedIn. So just use your discretion. Again, yep. LinkedIn tends to be more professional. Um, you can get really, if you do it right, you can go toward, you know, dig down into specific groups. Yep. You've had a lot of success with very small audience, but it's, it's a pretty, pretty great audience. Uh, skills, job titles, want to make sure you're not getting the, you know, super low level individuals. You want to um, get, get some actual people that have some decision yeah. making uh, responsibilities. So it just kind of depends overall, but that's sure. kind of where we are as a company currently. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Um, the other part of what you talked about in the last section and you brought up again in this, this part of your answer was how sales selects the account lists. And when you talk about your demand unit waterfall and, and how the lists are created, it sounds to me like that requires a great deal of alignment between sales and marketing. Um, can you either verify that or tell me that that's <laughs> incorrect or, or how do you guys go about aligning, uh, you know, and prioritizing account lists, lead lists, and specifically in terms of a sales and marketing alignment? Yeah, absolutely. So as far as the target addressable market, account list is concerned, that's all sales, uh, since they know the product better than probably we ever will in marketing. Um, they're the ones that own that overall. Um, and really as far as further down, so as you go down further the funnel for us, we use a, a scoring system. So, you know, if they've been to the website, if they've actually filled out an ebook, or if they talk to sales, we apply certain, like a certain scoring model for every account. So in a sense for that, that marketing ops owns that, but as I kind of mentioned uh, previously, that's kind of the model that we all rally around. Um, so in that sense, then sales is, they don't manually select the accounts at that point. They can, of course, right. You know, that's, that's up to them, but um, that kind of helps us cherry pick certain accounts that are actually interested in our product 
Sure. So we're not spending our, our money on, you know, absolutely cold accounts that yeah. really aren't interested in us at all. Okay. Um, does that, does that provide yeah. some clarity? That, okay. that, that's great. And, and do you guys have a formal um, service level agreement or SLA between uh, marketing and sales, or is it kind of a, an unwritten rule that this is marketing ops, this is marketing, this is sales and sales ops? Um, I mean, there's some overlap. Uh, that's, that's one area that we are constantly working on is that relationship between the three of us. And I think that's the biggest thing that comes up for anyone kind of taking an account-based approach is trying right. to figure out what that communication looks like and what those roles and responsibility look like. Sure. Um, again, like we're not, I'm not going to say that we're perfect. It's something that again, we're always working on, but, um, essentially what it comes down to is, is, you know, sales owns the, they're the ones that are going to vet the account lists because mm -hmm. they're the ones, again, that can build product really well. I know the product decently well, but if I look at an account list, I won't be able to go through and pick out like, oh, right. this actually doesn't make sense. You know, maybe the scoring model didn't predict this one accurately or, or, you know, so they're, they're definitely the ones that kind of own that. And we come alongside them using that same list to, to help move accounts along the funnel. Sure. Sure. No, that's very helpful. And a nice uh, segue into the next part of, of the conversation in that um, some of the challenges that account base brings about, right? So it's mm -hmm. one thing to decide organizationally that, hey, we want to spend our money, our time, our efforts uh, trying to get people that might actually be interested in us. We mm -hmm. uh, have fit scores, right? Um, yeah, there's recency, there's engagement, there's intent behind it. What else is a challenge to, to rolling out account-based in earnest at the enterprise level? Probably figuring out if it's actually working. The okay. reporting side of things yeah. is, can be a headache, especially if you have a legacy system. So one thing that we're trying to move away from is historically we've had a first Dutch attribution approach. So that works great for something like paid search where a lot of times that is the very first touch. But when you move to an account-based approach where you're asking the paid media team to come in, swoop in mid funnel and start showing them ads to you know, accounts who have already engaged with us, who have already possibly downloaded an ebook or talked to sales, whatever it may be. If you look at that first touch attribution model, then paid social or display is never going to look good. You're going to say like, yeah, we spent all this money, but you've, you've done nothing for our bottom line. Sure. So I think that's a big thing is if, if you are fairly entrenched in that type of model, is having patience, trusting the system, and really diving in and seeing, like, take a look at, okay, how is this all interacting? Because it yeah. does get a little muddy, right? It's not straightforward at all, especially if you have a long sales cycle, like a Genesis, it could be up to two years. Wow. So, you know, we don't, it can take us a while to figure out if it is working. So we're developing models on our end to kind of find, look at it, at it from a multi-touch attribution model. And when, when doing that, we're looking at the comparisons and usually like paid social for us looks like it's doing nothing. Like looks like we're wasting money. But when we took a step back and looked at the, the whole prop, the whole um, funnel as a whole, it told a completely different story hmm. where paid social was indeed in display was indeed coming in and, and helping these accounts along. So I think it's, it's having patience, trying to get your reporting figured out, um, taking a few steps back and trying to see things a little bit differently from what I understand. Yeah. Just to kind of see, you know, is this actually working or not? That's, that's outstanding. Yeah. So to that end, can you point to any specific wins that Genesis has uh, 
you know, won, scored, if you will, as a result of a, an account-based approach? Yeah, sure. So it's taken a while, but again, like when looking at paid social, uh, when just looking at this past year, um, since we really started getting into it on the execution side of things, uh, our attributed revenue jumped considerably. I don't have the exact percentage, but yeah. just looking at like year over year, it's, it's, it's definitely a huge jump overall and kind of on a micro level as well. When looking at specific campaigns, um, for, we have one specifically just came to mind cause it, it just came up the other day as we have a big event coming up. And, um, before we were just trying to get leads in any way we can, but it's yeah. like a very specific, very specific event. Um, and so going to more of an account-based approach and like handpicking actual accounts that we think are going to do well here, just looking at the leads coming in already are phenomenal. Like we're getting, just looking at the quality and the job titles and the companies, uh, it's, it's clear that we are generating some, some quality leads uh, for our sales team to work on, try to get them to, to sign up and come to our event. So um, yeah, time and time again, it's like just looking at the quality. It's yeah. It's far better, especially since doing on, on LinkedIn. Facebook yeah. has been suspect for sure. Sure. Uh, but in uh in LinkedIn and display, it's 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 been uh it's been very successful. Excellent. That, that's great to hear. So as as we kind of take this account-based marketing uh, in its entirety and kind of summarizing summarizing it, for folks that are maybe considering an account-based strategy as a, as a go-to market moving forward be it an enterprise or SMB or, or somewhere in between, what kind of advice can you kind of use as a, as a takeaway here for, for folks that might be listening? I think one of the main things I took away is stay focused, like try not to get that shiny yeah. object syndrome. Um, there's new vendors that pop up every, you know, all the time. And it's from what I see, it just seems like the industry is just so new mm -hmm. and everyone's still trying to figure things out. So my advice is to come up with a plan and try to stick with it. Uh, try to alter what you're doing as you start to see some results coming in. Try not to just completely change up everything. Cause again, it, it takes a while to see results. Um, so be patient, try to look at it at a macro level with the results coming in, if it's affecting pipeline, but also at a micro level, just yeah. keep an eye on the, the lead quality, just eyeball it understand that maybe your cost per lead will increase, but the quality should increase as well. And yeah. you know, what's another 50 bucks if it leads to, you know, a million dollar deal. That's, right. that's okay. You know? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I think that's the biggest thing is try to be patient, stick with, stick with what you got yeah. if possible, you know, use your discretion and uh, just try to make it work. We're all yeah. just trying to make it work. So right. not everyone's, yeah. not everyone's the same. So yeah. uh, exactly. <laughs> That, that's sage advice. Um, following up on that, I mean, obviously you came from, you know, a paid uh, media background and then you took those paid media skills and applied them to an account-based mm -hmm. uh, strategy. For folks that are looking to get into an account-based uh, organization, if you will, what kind of advice would you have for them? Is it better to be generalist or is it better, better to specialize in a certain area? What have you seen work in terms of uh, skill set and then uh, like team composition? That's a great question. Um, again, it depends on the company size, right? You very well, very well, very well may have to be 
a jack of all trades in some cases, um, but where possible, highly recommend getting as specialized as possible. So we have someone who oversees specifically our paid search efforts, someone who specifically oversees our paid social display. They're highly specialized, they're very good at what they do. Especially when you get to the enterprise level, any small increase in quality can mm -hmm. be, could, you know, translate into to quite the opportunity, yeah. maybe in two years time, which is frustrating, but it's yeah. what it is. So, yeah. um, I mean, as far as someone on an individual level who's wanting to get into this, just, just try it out. Just try to specialize where you can. Um, that goes a long way, uh, especially if there are positions open specifically for specific platforms. Yeah. Um, but just like, don't be discouraged if you're not, because we need good people. We need smart people, really. I mean, sure. we need people who can understand strategy, who aren't just button pushers, but understand the reasoning behind it. Again, as, as things shift and as we kind of change our way, thinking how to how to do things differently in paid media. Um, I really, I think that's the most important uh, thing to keep in mind is just, just be good at strategy. Try, yeah. to, try to see things uh, from a bigger picture. Uh, sure. If you don't, if you don't know the small stuff, don't sweat it. Yeah. Uh, just, but just try to understand how the whole machine works and then everything else will, will come a little bit easier to you. Awesome. Awesome. To that end, would you recommend any certifications or um, educational opportunities within kind of this space? Um, so Engageo does have a good academy that I've been working through. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Other than that, you know, if, if you want to get into paid search, usually the, the stand-in is, is Google, Google Ads certified. Yeah. You can definitely yeah. do that. Facebook has a pretty large program. Uh, it's called Blueprint. If you want yeah. to get into that, absolutely do that. LinkedIn, they might have something, but I actually haven't looked into it. Really the biggest, the biggest uh, education is actually doing it. Doing so it. Yeah. if you can do some test campaigns, if you can do a small campaign for a company, whatever it may be, sure. that goes the long, longest way. At least for me, I, I learned by doing. Yeah. It's one thing to read about it, but actually doing it, seeing results and tweaking it, keeping a close sign every single day, checking it, see what's working, see what's not. Yeah. Uh, that, that generally is the, the best way to learn things. Outstanding. That, that's great. Awesome, Adam. Well, I want to thank you for all your time, your, your candid uh, conversation. I think uh, it's something that everyone's going to get a lot of value out of. Um, if people want to find out more about you and what you do, where can they find you? Sure. I'm on a platform called LinkedIn, if you heard about it, but yeah. uh, <laughs> that'd probably be the best way to get a hold of me. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Again, this cool. is this is a community, so want to you know keep that open and maybe we can all learn something together. Awesome. And if people want to know anything about Genesis and it's a call center solution, <laughs> solution. you just do a search for Genesis.com or if you Google it, don't click on the ad, please, unless you're going to buy something. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, We've got a lot of great ebooks, a lot of great resources uh, online. Uh, so that'd be the first place to go for sure. Awesome. Cool. Well, Adam, thanks again for your time and uh, we will look forward to keeping in touch. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed this episode with Adam. I think we all learned a lot about paid media, especially in the ABM context. Do us a favor, rate, review, and subscribe, and then also join the Account Based Collective on Facebook groups, um, as well as sign up for our Insights newsletter that comes out once per week. Uh, have a great rest of your day, whatever you might be doing, and we hope to see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys.